Blog Talk Radio. Let's get to the heart of the matter with holistic physician, Dr. Darren Weissman. Infinite love and gratitude in this moment is my attitude. Giving thanks for all I'm coming through. Freeing my faith and fortitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Move me with great magnitude. Yeah, present peace is what I choose. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. It is a great day to be alive. I'm Dr. Darren, and thank you so much for tuning in to today's Heart of the Matter show here on Blog Talk. This show is going to make you shine. We've got a great show for you today. And our topic is Hope Lives in Change. Because we all know that change can be scary. And changes in life often trigger anxiety and worry as well as at times we can become angry and feel helpless. And regardless of the emotional triggers and even in honor of the anxiety, the worry, the anger, the helplessness that's associated with change, hope still lives in change. And just as a seed is planted in the darkness of fertilized soil, meaning We all go through shit in life. And like the seed that becomes a full-grown tree, we grow towards the light. And sometimes what makes change stressful is we're perceiving life through a lens of a breaking point. And my question for you is, what creates a lens of a breaking point? And even more, when you're finding yourself stuck, and struggling, broken, what can you do to create a breakthrough to hope? Nobody chooses to be stressed, let alone nobody chooses the painful changes that lead to stress in the first place. However, our choice, our real power, comes not from what happens to us, but how we respond in each and every moment. As with anything that's endured the stress of change, whether it be a tree that endures a storm, you've got roots that grow stronger. You've got bark that will grow thicker. Hope, my friends, is your nature. So I'm so excited to dive into the heart of the matter of hope with you If you're having a difficult time finding hope and change, give me a call. The number here to get into the show, 516-531-9623. And I'll help you discover the heart of the matter of the hope that already does exist within you. The number again is 516-531-9623. Uh, I have a few quick announcements very excited uh, to share with you. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to set the stage of Hope Lives in Change, and then I will take your calls. Uh, First and foremost, uh, celebrate your life in Phoenix. Uh, If you've never been to celebrate your life, well, just as the title of this incredible conference, Uh, It's going to be in Phoenix, Arizona, November 6th to the 9th. I'm so honored to be a part of this incredible group of uh, thought leaders and authors um, that are coming together to uh, empower and inspire. I'm going to be giving an hour-and-a-half presentation called um, The Power of Your Emotions, how to just dive on into the subconscious emotions, how they affect the health of our body how they affect our lens of perception, how they're really awakening us. Our emotions are a tool to awaken us to our greatest power. Did you know that? We're going to dive right on into it. I'm also going to be there with some amazing certified lifeline practitioners. We're going to be providing one-on-one lifeline sessions, so be sure to visit us at our booth while we're there. Also, big news, get ready for the Lifeline Ignite World Tour. It's uh, going to begin on February 14th 
Valentine's Day 2016, where I am heading around the world. I'm going to be teaching a one-day program called Lifeline Ignite, and it is about igniting an amazing life. It's a one-day program that empowers you for an entire lifetime. And you can join me for a Lifeline Ignite in Auckland, New Zealand, in Sydney, Australia, in Melbourne, in Adelaide, Australia, as well as in Singapore. The details of this tour are going to be available next week. Right now, the event uh, bright page is being created. However, this is what I encourage you to do. Go to my website, which is drdarrenweissman.com, D-R, and then darrenweissman.com. Sign up to receive the Lifeline Impact Weekly Newsletter. And this way you can stay informed and stay inspired. Because each week with the Lifeline Impact, I cover a new topic, which I also highlight on this show, the Heart of the Matter radio show, as well as I piggyback and do a full one-hour online Lifeline session where we get to the subconscious root of the topic. So today is all about hope. And um, next week's going to be about passion. So if you want to uh, be a part of that, just go to my website, drdarrenweissman.com, and then you'll be able to uh, hear about the Lifeline Ignite World Tour and all the other really cool things that are going to be happening in 2016. So I'm so excited to dive on into the heart of the matter of hope lives in change. As hope's present. All the time, in each and every one of us, the human characteristic called hope, that at high enough levels, hope helps you move through fear. And hope helps you to transform the stressors that you experience as a result of change. Change is the one thing, my friends, that we can all count on. It's such a crazy oxymoron that a constant is change. But that's the nature of it. Hope lives in it. And by developing a conscious ability to hope in the face of whether it be a positive or a negative change, either one still has its stressors, is going to help you to achieve a greater sense of happiness, contentment, success in every area of your life. And I've got a question. How big are your dreams? If you want to discover hope and change, it's time to dream big, really big. You know, regardless of what you're currently going through, when you learn to use your imagination, consciously plug on in to your imagination to project yourself into the future, paint a picture in your mind of what you have a burning desire to feel for your life, this is essential to finding hope and change. You know, developing a consciousness of hope, you've got to give yourself permission to draw outside the lines of your current boxed-in reality. Uh, A question that I personally ask myself on a daily basis is what's possible in an infinite universe. Everything. I found that people who find hope and change look at what could be rather than what is. And it's not about being naive. Rather, it's about seeing life through eyes of what's possible rather than what's impossible. Because when we do get caught up in the lens of impossible then our life becomes a failure to recognize that there are no failures in life. There is only feedback. And remembering that everything that exists, that you know, started with someone imagining it was possible. Imagine the best possible life for you. What does that look like? What does that feel like? This is your starting point. This is your starting point to discover hope 
in change. In the Lifeline, the certification program that I teach, I help people to appreciate that when diagnosed with a terminal disease, when faced with the stress of what you thought would be a life partner leaving you, a trauma that leaves you with a disability, a perceived disability, that this is your portal to hope. This is your doorway. This is a bridge to an aspect of yourself and your life that maybe at this point you can't see. But with the lifeline, we appreciate and value that there's something below the surface. There's an intelligence of energy that exists in our universe that exists in you and I that when triggered causes us to react. Those patterns of reaction are profound. They, when triggered, can take the wind out of a sail. And um, we can feel lost for a long time. But when you make that trip back into your heart, when you choose to go, hell no, I wouldn't choose to be in this situation, this disease, this heartbreak. You know that that's not a conscious action or a choice. That's a subconscious reaction program. And now we begin our lifeline journey. I've got a question for you. What do you do when you find yourself where you're not in control? In, in fact, what do you do when you find yourself out of control? Do you panic or do you flow? Do you fight or do you grow? Do you freeze or are you able to let go? You know, are you able to accept the reality that, you know, no one has total control over their life? You know, that your future desires, these desires are possibilities. They're not guaranteed probabilities. It's so important to remember that the next chapter of your life, you get to write it. It's unwritten. So here's a trick. Discovering hope in change requires a playful attitude. Be a kid. Embrace your inner child. Become excited about the nature of possibility. You know, if you find that you tend to be risk-averse, that you do everything to avoid risk. You're someone who prefers to know exactly what's going on, what's going to happen, when, how, before you take action, then you want to create a practice of becoming more comfortable with risk. Do something out of the box. Do something that's so-called out there than what you would normally do. Every day, even once a week, today, start to soften the edges of your rules, of that strict way, that limited way that you're currently buying into as reality. Because having a playful attitude creates a whole new level of receptivity, what you attract. Having a playful attitude will create uh, a, a new level of receptivity of what life offers you. And, you know, think about like, it's like being stuck on finding a life partner. It's like, oh, he or she's got to look this way, be this way got to happen this way, you know, more than likely you're going to ignore 
or not even see some someone that is perfect for you, but just happens to be maybe a little bit shorter, maybe different color eyes or hair. You know, you get my gist. Go outside the lines. Color with a different color. So the question to really ask is why is it so difficult? Why is it so difficult for so many people to lighten up? Keeps people stuck in the rules. Many of us have this tendency to think that if, hey, I'm doing this or I'm doing that, I'm doing it right, I'm supposed to feel good. At least most of the time, right? But when you're in this transition, when you're in a change, the anxieties, the worries, the fears that go along with change, they're not only natural and necessary, but they're useful. They're barometers of of what's going on for us so that you can be real with yourself. I call them portals. They're a portal to the greatest version of ourself rather than the problems to be identified with. I'm just an anxious person. I just have a short fuse and I'm angry and frustrated. No, that's a limited belief. That's a limited perception. You know, when you're being emotionally triggered, these emotions indicate on one level what's not working in your life. And it enables you to create a highlight in your heart so that you can create positive change. You're going to find that the truth that you desire in your heart. And interesting enough, your heart, I find this so beautiful, has the same cells that caterpillars have, the cells that allow caterpillar to transform into a butterfly. Your heart has those cells. Those cells are called imaginal cells. So a caterpillar has imaginal cells. Your heart has imaginal cells. Imaginal cells are the physical expression of the energy of our imagination. Your thoughts of hope produce a physical reaction in your heart. That imagination, that imaginal impact is what allows you to move through the darkness of the chrysalis that you're facing in your life. A loved one who's sick. A relationship that's broken. Stress with money. How am I going to pay my bills? This darkness is the beginning of light. An opening to your heart's truth, opening to your heart's truth is learning to listen. That there's a burning desire that when you hear your heart's call, it leads you inward and authenticity and genuineness grow. And when you're being authentic, when you're being genuine, it's called integrity. You feel good on the inside, regardless of what's going on or what people believe or don't believe on the outside. You know, and guess what? Hope is your authentic and genuine nature. It's a natural part of who you are, just like your breath. We can all appreciate and fear and stress that goes along with having a loss or a trauma. When we feel separate or disconnected, our, our hope fuel tank can definitely begin to drain. When you create a practice of learning to see and feel and hear the pain and stress that we all face, but to embrace it as a doorway 
to your heart's authentic nature of hope, ah, you're on the right path, my friends. That's the heart of the matter. I've, I've come to know that our hearts always know our next very best step. Always know. Your heart knows your very next best step. You might not be able to see a week from now, a month, way into the future, but it knows the next step right now. In taking one moment at a time, just bite-sized pieces, chew it up, and then move on to the next moment and listen to your heart, you'll find hope and change. It's just the nature of it. You know, it's a, creating a strategy where when you've got a goal, you've got a vision for your life, and you want to find hope and change, recognize that it might not happen in your timing and order. My mom would say to me, Darren plans and God laughs. And that actually recently happened where my wife Sarita and I and our kids, Joya, Rumi, and Liam, our intention, we're moving to Southern California. Told our family, told our friends. I've grown up in Chicago. And um, it was a real powerful decision to make. But uh, told all the teachers, we had a party at the Lifeline Center here in Northbrook, Illinois. Invited all our clients, friends, and family. And the next week, both contracts that were already done deals, as they say, for the house and for the office went south. They both ended. And in the moment, of course, we were frustrated. We were feeling anxious. This is what we wanted. And what was so amazing and is so amazing is we recognize that either it's going to happen and it will flow, and if it doesn't, there's reason to it. And we are so grateful the way that it turned out. Our roots are so strong here in Chicago, and uh, we've changed our vision based upon where we're going hey, one day we might move somewhere, wherever that might be. But when you have a goal and a vision for your life, it's important to have not only the ability to bend your knees, but to have a backup plan. Rome wasn't built in a day. Your life won't be built in a day. Your dreams just don't happen just like that. Having one thing to aim for is very well, but life has a tendency to throw us curveballs. And so being able to see beyond what you're currently seeing, that's called hope. That's called hope. And when you discover hope and change, well, you're able to move through anything that you face. You live in gratitude. So I am so excited to get to the heart of the matter of discovering hope in change. And we have a caller here, and welcome to the heart of the matter. Hello? Hi. This is Dr. D. Hey. Is this is this Caroline? Yes. <laughs> Hi, Caroline. sweetheart. Hi. I wasn't sure if... It worked or not. I'm pushing buttons. <laughs> <laughs> you it worked. It okay, worked. Well, great. I, you know what? I'm I'm so happy that that you called in because you sent me a beautiful email um a couple weeks ago. And do you do you mind Caroline if I read your email that you sent to me? Sure. Sure. Okay. So Caroline wrote me an email and says, Hi, Dr. D. 
I wanted to share some news with you and ask a question. As I felt an enormous connection with nature since I got my diagnosis with multiple sclerosis. And my angels are sending me messages since August 8th. I made a special prayer and wish during the rare super blood eclipse the other night. Today I spent a full day in the hospital being tested, probed, twisted, turned upside down, everything you can imagine. But all I could do was laugh all the time. I felt so light. Then they told me, your MRI shows no new lesions. They're actually a little bit puzzled. What's going on? Does my body still speak to me with symptoms? Yes. Do I still continue to get treated as if I had MS? Yes. But everything I worked so hard for, all the intentions and changes, just bloomed and manifested. I'm healing. I remember the dark times, especially when I somehow found you. I still don't know how and reached out in the worst pain, despair, and turmoil. I was ready to sell my life ticket or give it away. But today I smile. I laugh a bubbly laughter. And I want to live. Today gives me hope. So my friend, I wanted to share this with you because I couldn't have done this without your support and guidance with your lifeline technique. I've never trusted anyone in my life, never followed through with anything in my life. Many thanks and hugs filled with infinite love and gratitude. Caroline. Caroline, thanks so much for not only sending that email, because it is beyond my pleasure and I'm honored to support you, Um but thank you for actually calling in to this show today so that we can have a real conversation about finding hope and change because what was it like for you being diagnosed with MS and when when were you first diagnosed with MS? Um well first of all I had early childhood traumas and I kind of got lost and was spiraling off illnesses ever since. Um, but uh, I got diagnosed in 2013, and uh, I got an attack, optic neuritis, and enormous amount of pain in my body. My body just shut down. Um, and... Uh, I I just plummeted. I just plummeted down. Like literally, I was 88 pounds. Um, my brain shut off. My vision couldn't see. Um, pain in my body um, to a point where I thought I was going to die, and I actually thought they were going to let me die in the hospital. Um, cause they, they kept on saying she wants to die. She wants to die. And I kept on saying, yeah, don't let me die. Um, hello? I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure <laughs> these buttons. Um, so, um, I, I was in other despair, turmoil, and pain. I have never been in a place like that before. Um, I've been in dark places, but not like that. And um, I, I didn't know what to do. I was in the... Um, when I got home, um, I basically just cried and cried and cried. I even cried every day for... Um, like a year or so, every infinite day, mm. infinite love and gratitude. You, you had and, lost hope. Oh, I I had no hope in my eyes and a hole in my heart. There was nothing. I, I had absolutely nothing. It's hard to explain, but I, I had no light 
shining in my body. I actually never had. Uh, it's not to say I didn't have good time in my life, uh, but I always felt like lost. Um, ever since early childhood, I was like lost on a ship without a compass. And um, uh, was out there in storms. And I needed to go home. I needed to go home. But I didn't know how. And I didn't have this compass. So how do you get home? Um, and then I, um, you know the expression, um, hitting rock bottom? Yeah. Well... Uh, when I, in 2013, when I was diagnosed, it just, uh, I was like, in my email, I was ready to just sell my life ticket, just, just donate it, take it, I don't, I'm out of here. And I um, fell, um, and I thought I was going to hit, hit rock bottom and just bang, it's going to hurt. But I didn't. I fell right through. I didn't even have a rock bottom to fall on. I had no foundation. None was built. And when I fell right through, something happened. Instead of laying in fetus position all the time and crying in this despair, I just opened my shoulders and I said, Okay, okay, uh, I surrender. Here I am. Teach me. Just to God, the angels, universe, just teach me. I will listen now. And that's when people and um, just things started to happen. Slowly, but just little baby steps. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. How has the lifeline impacted you? Oh, to put it in words. Imagine having um, a black crayon. And drawing spirals of black over and over and over again. And that being your thoughts, that was my thoughts, for a long time. And those those black or that darkness just was anger and fear. It was running my life. And um, I, I, I didn't know how to shift. And when you come along, <laughs> you gave me a red crayon. And I started to slowly do my tensions and shifting my thoughts and draw, drawing, uh, drawing um, red over these black. And it got bigger and bigger and stronger and stronger. So, I don't know if it makes sense. It does. It's so beautiful. It That black crayon was the lifeline technique for me to shifting my thinking, my thoughts, and my beliefs. Mm. And so, I could working on a whole bunch of stuff from my reactions and slowly starting to open up and um, awaken. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Where you're at right now because you've created a change and you found hope in change. With where you're at right now, what would you say is most stressful for you with where you're at right now? What you're 
going through or have gone through or will go through? What is it about where you are right now, Caroline, that's most stressful for you? Mm-hmm. Most stressful? Yeah. I mean, it, there, there is obviously still health problems, but... Can we call them um, health portals? Uh, health portals, yes. There we go, sister. Yes. <laughs> right? Oh, yes. <laughs> and, what are, and what are the health portals that your body's speaking to you with right now? As you um, observe the portals, the way your body's expressing itself, what are the physical symptoms um, that you're experiencing? Um, uh, still vision problems. Vision portal. And what do you rate your vision on a scale of 0 to 10? 10 is Dr. D. I've got the worst vision anyone could ever imagine. Zero is nothing. I want to appreciate where you're at right now. What do you rate it, Caroline? Oh, right now. Yeah. Um, I would say it's um, five, six. Okay. What other physical symptoms is your body speaking to you? What are the um, things that you would like to change about your body? Um my left knee it's feeling what about your left uh, knee it's feeling um stuck and um um yeah it feels stuck what do you rate that stuck left knee of yours once again tens the most zeros nothing i just want to appreciate where you're at mhm um i would say that eight Mm-hmm. Strong eight. Strong eight. What other ways is your body speaking to you? Physical portals that your body's expressing. Mm. Well, right now, at this instant, <laughs> at this moment, there is uh, some numbness as well. Where and do you have it's numbness? On my left side on my um, my ear mm-hmm. and a little bit on my head. And if you were to rate that, what do you rate it? Um, a seven. Mhm. And Caroline, I want you to take a moment, and I and I invite you to connect to your life. And in life, what makes life is relationships and circumstances. And I I want to first and foremost just say, I'm so grateful that I've met you and that we've connected and created a relationship in this life. I want to celebrate mm-hmm. that first. Infinite love and Thank gratitude. You. And Infinite I can't wait to meet you in gratitude. person one day. I cannot wait to meet you in person one day. Okay? So we got to celebrate the positive things that puts wind in our sail. And then I want you to take a moment right now because we see everything as a portal, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. one of the things that you said is that you had early childhood traumas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you tune into your life, as you tune into what it is about your life that causes you to continue to uh, be stressed, you'll notice that you immediately think about just certain people in certain situations, right? Yes. Now, the beauty of the lifeline is you don't have to talk about it. So that's okay. You don't have to talk about it. But what I would like to do with you is just bring out the emotion, the power of the emotion. And as you're thinking about, you know, what does cause you to feel stress? What's happened? What do you not want to happen again? That black spiral crayon. What emotion are you feeling as you're tuning into what causes you to be stressed? Scared. Scared. Mm-hmm. What do you rate that scared feeling, just so I can appreciate where you're at, as you're tuning into the stress in your life? What do you rate it? Mm-hmm. About a nine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What other emotion is in that scared? What other emotion is you're thinking about 
what causes you to be stressed, do you feel? Guilt. Mm-hmm. And if you were to rate that guilt right now, what do you rate it? Almost a 10. A 10. 10 means death would be better. Is it really a 10? No. What do, what do you okay. rate it then, my friend? Right? I'll shift it. I'll shift it. Um, okay. What do you rate an eight. it? Okay. An eight. So that's a real eight. That's re- and that's scared. It's really scared. It's real. That guilt is really painful. But let's let's do the lifeline here, Caroline. Let's let's go on into it. If you were given the opportunity, you could create your life a day or a moment. Would you ever choose to create it feeling scared or guilt on any level, let alone a nine or an eight out of ten? Would you choose to have a stuck left knee or to be numb anywhere in your body, have vision that was stressed in any way, would you choose childhood traumas? Hell no. Hell no. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Hell no is the answer. Of course not. Nobody chooses multiple sclerosis. Nobody chooses their immune system to attack the myelin of their body. This is a reactive pattern. And Mm -hmm. it represents a subconscious emotionally charged memory that when it gets triggered, your body reacts and so does your perception of yourself and the world around you. And the purpose of the lifeline is that you can change and shift the programs Mm -hmm. of the subconscious by going on into your heart, by activating Mm -hmm. the imaginal cells like the caterpillar goes into the chrysalis to the butterfly. Are you ready to become Mm -hmm. a butterfly, my beautiful friend, Caroline? That was already, um, like, butterflies came to me um, in 2013 in my dreams, and they came to me, so I already knew I was going to become a butterfly. How beautiful. (laughs) So that's a yes I'm hearing. So take your hand and put it in the I love you posture and put it right over your heart space. And for those of you that don't know how to make the I love you posture, it's an American sign language. Uh, Open up the fingers wide. Bend your middle and ring finger down to your uh, palm. Keep the pinky pointer and thumb extended. That means I love you. And put that over your heart, Caroline. And in this moment right now, close your eyes and connect to the truth in your heart. Connect to the truth of who you are, which is a spirit of pure love. Connect to that butterfly that's already within you. And you know you wouldn't choose to feel guilt. You know you wouldn't choose to feel scared. You know you wouldn't choose to be stressed on any level. What is it, and dream big, my friend, what is it that your heart has a burning desire to feel in your life right now? Uh, being loved and giving love. Being loved and giving and love. giving love. That's beautiful. We make our intention not only where we're going, but as if we're already there. And if you are already in the place of being loved and giving love, you can say, I am being loved and giving love. Go ahead and say that out loud. I am being loved and giving love. Let's say it again. I am being loved and giving love. I am being loved and giving love. Yeah. Let's do it one more time like you mean it with all your heart. I am being loved and giving love. I am being loved and giving love. Beautiful. And right now, as you acknowledge what that means to you, as you acknowledge the truth of what it means to be the Caroline of I am being loved and giving love, are you open right now? Are you ready and willing to imagine yourself living your life in an I am being loved and giving love way? Are you open to imagining this? Yeah. 
Yes. How does it feel in your heart to imagine? How does it feel to imagine that as a result of you naturally thinking and feeling and healing in an I am being loved and giving love way, that other people right now that are listening are awakening to what it means to I am being loved and giving love. How does that feel to imagine? Mm, It feels soft and warm. Yeah. And that soft and warm feeling, where do you feel it in your body? Mm, I feel it in my core. Mm -hmm. It lets you know that the being loved and giving love, Caroline, is already here. It lets you know that it is already in you. The medicine that you're looking for, your body knows how to create it. Mm. And I invite you to repeat, regardless of a traumatic childhood. Regardless of a traumatic childhood. I'm now choosing to feel soft and warm. I am now choosing to be soft and warm. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Regardless of guilt. Regardless of guilt. Feeling scared. Feeling scared. I'm now choosing to feel soft and warm. I am now choosing to feel soft and warm. Beautiful. So I'm muscle testing on my end, Caroline, and you just Mm -hmm. aligned your conscious and subconscious, and your perception is wide open. And we're going to go right on into... Um, you know how, like you were saying, the black uh, crayon that goes into that circle, we're going to go right on into that black hole there, into what we call a core limiting belief that is causing your past to repeat itself. Mm-hmm. And be- beliefs are held in our light body, and our light body is our chakras. So we're going to jump yeah. right on in, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, we're going to jump right on into the throat chakra, And the throat Mm -hmm. chakra is all about expression, authentic expression. Speaking your truth, Caroline, expressing Mm -hmm. what you feel and know to be true so that you've got not only healthy boundaries, but it's fun and joyful and you're being loved and you're loving in your relationships. And I invite you to repeat Mm -hmm. infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And we're awaking our senses so that we can see and so that we can hear and we can smell and taste and touch and feel what it means to be loved and giving love. I invite you to repeat, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Now, this is the metal element. The metal element has to do with mountains. And mountains Mm. teach us how strong we are, how Mm. stable we are, that there's a core strength and there's a core stability, that you are awakening the mountain within you. And as you're tuning into this mountain that empowers you to express yourself authentically, genuinely, freely, in an I am loved and being loved way, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Now, check this out. This is so cool, Caroline. There's an emotion here that we're awakening. 1 through 10, 11 through 20, 11 through 15, 11, 12, 13, 14. The emotion is fear of intimacy. Mm -hmm. When I bring up the concept of fear of intimacy, pay attention to your very first and immediate thoughts. No matter what or who you think about, wherever fear of intimacy takes you, let me know that you're connected to fear of intimacy by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude. 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 Good job. Fear of intimacy. There's another emotion here, Caroline. Let's see what mm-hmm. it is, 11 through 20, 21 through 30, 31 through 40, 31 through 35, 36, 37, 38, 39. Caroline, when I bring up the concept of holding self back, 
Notice your first and immediate thoughts. No matter what, who you think about, wherever holding self back takes you, let me know that you're connected to holding self back by saying out loud infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Holding self back. Holding self back. So I want to explain something to you. Mm-hmm. There's a part of ourself that doesn't choose, doesn't judge. It only reacts. It's mm-hmm. the subconscious. And when it gets triggered, we become reactive in nature. So I'm going to explain to you the role that your subconscious mind has been playing in the health of your body, in mm-hmm. your perception, uh, uh, in your life of yourself and the world around you, but mostly how the subconscious mind is awakening you right now to being true to who you are, which is being loved and giving love. On a subconscious mm-hmm. level, meaning no choice, no judgment, there's been a core limiting belief It's been in your throat chakra, Caroline. When it gets Mm -hmm. triggered, you can't speak your truth. You are not able to create healthy, strong, stable boundaries and relationships. You're not able to take action. You feel weak and unstable in your ability to communicate. And when this part of you gets triggered, all you can see is yourself and the world around you through a lens of fear of intimacy and holding self back. When this happens, it becomes a magnet where you, not by choice, by reaction, attract people that match the frequency and circumstances that match the frequency of fear of intimacy and holding self back. Mm -hmm. What do you feel when that happens? Scared, 9 out of 10. What do you feel when this happens? Guilt, 8 out of 10. Mm -hmm. And this influences us not only in our outer world, in our relationships, personal, family, professional, but it influences us in our inner world as well. Our Mm -hmm. beliefs act like filters on a camera, and they change how we see the world. And your biology has been adapting to these beliefs. And when we're now recognizing that our beliefs are this powerful, We've just opened the key to freedom. And we can now change the code of the genetic blueprints that are empowering you to change your mind and shift these blueprints with your intention of being loved and giving love. So we want to know where is this coming from, this limiting belief? Is there a concept of an original occurrence? Yes. Is it in this life? Yes. Is it conception to ten? Conception of five, conception to birth, conception to one month, two months, three months, four months, five months, six months, seven months. So this program in your subconscious mind began at seven months in utero. You were in your mother's womb. Mm -hmm. And at seven months in utero, you were in an environment of fear of intimacy You were in an environment of holding self back. It's what people were going through. At seven months in utero, did you have the ability to say, hey, all you people that fear intimacy and are holding self back and not speaking your truth, I'm being loved and I'm giving love, feeling soft and warm. Did you have that ability at seven months in utero? No. No way. Of course not. Nobody does. In your environment, your mother her relationships with your father and the world and circumstances that they were going through could not show you what authentic communication is, what it means to be strong and stable like the mountain in expressing yourself in a loved and being loved way. Your environment didn't know how to do it for themselves. They couldn't teach you what they didn't know. Caroline, it is Mm -hmm. a seven-month-in-utero part of you who is being triggered that's at the core of these symptoms associated with multiple sclerosis, at the core of why you feel scared and guilty, and for the first time in your life, since seven months in utero, 
Embrace this reactive part of you who's showing up as a stuck left knee, vision, numbness. Embrace this part of you in an I am being loved and giving love way. Let this inner part of you, let this inner child feel soft and warm. Let's feel soft and warm together. Everyone who's listening, let's all feel soft and warm. As you are, Caroline, let me know by saying infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Awesome. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Beautiful. When you think about your mom and dad's relationship, mm-hmm. what emotion does that bring up for you? Two things, <laughs> love mm-hmm. and um, I don't know how to say the word, for kind of frustration or stress. Mm-hmm. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. What we're going to do is we're going to process that love and frustration and stress associated with your mom and dad's relationship, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to guide you through this process, and you just trust yourself. Whatever comes up, you just observe it. And the first place I'm going to invite you is into the movie theater of your mind. And observe the thoughts of love as well as frustration and stress that comes from your mom and dad's relationship. See whatever thoughts, whatever images, whatever pictures come up, just observe them. And as you're seeing whatever thoughts of love and frustration and stress come up, Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Feel the love, but feel also the frustration and stress. Notice how you can feel them both as you're connecting to your mom. You can feel in dad's relationship. Notice how you can feel both sides of the coin of love as well as stress and frustration. Where are you feeling this energy in your body right now? In my throat. What does it feel like in your throat? Tight. Mm -hmm. What do you rate that tight feeling in your throat? An eight. As you're feeling it, give yourself infinite love and gratitude until you feel that tight feeling in your throat shift. You let me know that you feel it shifted when it does, okay? Okay. Infinite love and gratitude. 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 You let me know when you feel it, Chip. Infinite love and gratitude. It's opening up. Mm-hmm. Stay with it then. Infinite love and gratitude. 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 Mm-hmm. And Caroline, I invite you to listen right now mm-hmm. to your heart. Hear what your heart's saying to you. And as you're hearing what your heart's saying, let me know that you are by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. What'd your heart just say to you? Don't be scared. 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 Caroline, listen deeper. What else is your heart saying to you? Is 
as you're hearing it, let me know by saying infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. What else did your heart say? That I am loved. I am loved. I am loved. I am loved. Right. I am loved. You have love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. (laughs) And we're raising the consciousness of this seven-month in utero part of you. We're welcoming her to the fullest potential of I am being loved and giving love. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And welcoming you to your fullest potential of I am being loved and giving love. Feeling soft and warm. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And Caroline, I just want you to take this moment right now. Mm. And be an observer. Meaning, notice how it feels to be present in this moment. Notice how it feels to be present in your body right now. And just describe the feeling. Being, and I'm being at rest and peaceful. You know, the reason that I'm having to observe is that's your conscious mind doing its job. It's aware, it observes, based upon awareness and observation we can choose. And at the beginning of our session, we observe things we would never choose. We would never choose to have symptoms of vision challenges or a stuck left knee or numbness. We'd never choose to feel scared or guilt. That wasn't the problem, even though we called it a problem. Mm-hmm. It was a portal, and it led mm-hmm. us to a seven-month-in-utero part of you, and we raised the consciousness of that part. Hear what I'm saying to you right now. Go back to the situation and the relationships and uh, circumstances that have been causing you to be stressed, scared, 9 out of 10, guilt, 8 out of 10. Think about what's been happening or what happened that caused you to feel scared and guilt. Notice how it feels to tune into it right now, comparatively to when we first began. Caroline, does that feel the same? No. What about it feels different? Mm, feel lighter. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the life of I am being loved and giving love. Feeling lighter is a natural byproduct, my friend. Great yes. job. Um, and my ear isn't numb anymore. How cool is that? Well, you know what? When you're feeling lighter, do you think it's easier or more difficult for your body to heal? Easier. Way easier. And because the subconscious mind makes up 90 to 98% of our reality, Mm -hmm. if we can get our subconscious mind on board in the present moment with our heart's desire by discovering hope and change, by setting an intention, we can create the most magnificent changes because our body is designed to heal and we are spirits of pure love we're being loved and giving love is our nature and i encourage you to now make this intention of i'm being loved and giving love feeling soft and warm make it your affirmation make it your mirror exercise make it the way that you drink water eat food that you go out and throat chakra speak your truth and 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 tell your story, give hope by sharing it with others and being the mm-hmm. bright light that you are. I um, so appreciate you, love and adore you, and I just want to say thank you so much for being on today's Heart of the Matter show. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. You keep shining bright in love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And everybody else from my Nature of Infinite Love and Gratitude transformation cards, There are infinite possibilities within every challenge. My seeds of potential are watered when I say yes to me. I am growing more powerful with every storm that I endure. I'm Dr. Darren. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Heart of the Matter show here on Blog Talk Radio, radio that makes you shine. Keep shining bright, everybody.
infinite love and gratitude. Pleasures here, dug our treasures there.